Welcome to the East City Wesleyan Church podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to learn more about East City Wesleyan Church, please go to ecw.org.nz for more information. Now, here's your podcast. John 14. Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, asks a question that many of us ask at one time or another. And the question is, Lord, show us the Father, show us, show us God, and that will be enough for us. And Jesus answers this question that I say many of us ask, the disciples included. And he says, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. If you want to know what God is like, Examine the life of Jesus. If you want to know God, get to know Jesus. This is the unique Christian revelation. See, the message of Advent and uh, Christmas is that God didn't leave us alone. He didn't leave us alone. He he came into our world and became one of us so that he could have so that we could have first-hand knowledge and, and experience of God and salvation from our human lostness. So hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, and we read this in various passages in the Old Testament. There are signs and messages and prophecies about the coming of the Chosen One, the Messiah, the Holy One, Christ himself. And hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, the prophet Isaiah writes extensively about the coming of the Messiah. In fact, Isaiah wrote more about the Messiah than any other Old Testament prophet. And Isaiah makes some promises about the future that seem almost outrageous, especially in light of the tragic events that shake our world at this very time. Isaiah says that that God's goal for humankind is peace and harmony between nations. Now, that seems like a long, long time away, doesn't it? Peace and harmony between nations. Peace doesn't seem possible any time soon, but Isaiah promises that someday it will happen, and in today's text, Isaiah makes another prediction. Remember, hundreds of years before the time of Christ. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's a beautiful verse. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. 
God wants to be known. He doesn't hide himself from us. He reveals himself to us. And primarily, he has revealed himself to us in the person of Jesus Christ. So to know Jesus is to know God. Now this morning I invite you to look with me in these verses from Isaiah chapter 11 that reveal Jesus, God's own Messiah. So these verses, they tell us what Jesus came to do for each one of us and they teach us a great deal about the nature and the character of God and his vision for the world. So first of all, Jesus is our source of spiritual strength. So in predicting the life of Jesus, Isaiah said, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Now, Isaiah here uses three phrases, wisdom and understanding, counsel and power, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And these are things that we are uh, desperately in need of in order to live, and they are things that we have in Jesus Christ. So wisdom and understanding. Isaiah said the spirit of wisdom and understanding would rest upon Jesus, and that same Holy Spirit, praise God, is available to us. So in him, we have access to God's wisdom and blessing. So James says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. So Jesus is our source of spiritual strength. He gives us wisdom and new understanding. What a blessing. Now, another phrase that Isaiah uses here is counsel and power. Now, the word counsel also means advice or uh, guidance or direction. And it's significant, isn't it, that counsel here is combined with the word power. And it reminds us that Jesus not only tells us what to do, he gives us the ability to do it. So how do I get the power to live above sin? How do I get the power to live with grace and truth? Significant questions. Well, that power is found in the Holy Spirit of God available to us today. Isaiah said, the spirit of counsel and power would rest on him. That same spirit is available to you and me this very day. God doesn't set an impossible standard for us to live by. He sets a high standard, to be sure, a standard of holiness, and then he gives us the power to live by that standard because he is the source of spiritual power and guidance. And then Isaiah also used the phrase, knowledge and fear of the Lord. Now, the word fear doesn't mean terror. It means holy reverence, knowledge of God, and fear of God go kind of 
hand in hand. Knowledge leads to appropriate reverence. So the more we know about God, the more that we're able to revere him properly. So through Jesus, we can know God. Through him, we learn that God is not angry and vindictive. He is loving and kind and full of mercy and powerful beyond description. His power is to be taken seriously, reverently, even fearfully. Jesus is our source of spiritual strength. And Jesus, this passage says, uh, is also the source of infinite justice. Isaiah promised that infinite justice would be brought about through the ministry of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. So listen to what Isaiah says in evocative language and rich imagery. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. We mustn't limit the role of Jesus to that of teacher or miracle worker. We must remember that ultimately he is our right and fair judge. And through him, this world will experience for the first time in history righteous judgment because he is the source of infinite justice. And this passage also teaches us that God is the source of ultimate peace. Isaiah says, The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. The young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Praise God. God's ultimate goal for humanity is peace. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. Even those who have always been um, adversaries, God says, will someday live in peace. What a vision. And on that first Christmas, the birth of Jesus was announced by a host of angels saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to all on whom his favour rests. Now we won't see world peace, I don't think, between nations until the second coming of Christ. But until that day, we can experience his peace 
within our own hearts. His peace in the midst of turmoil. His peace in the midst of tragedy. His peace in the midst of conflict. His peace in the midst of anxiety. His peace in the midst of financial challenge. His peace in the midst of failing health. His peace is available to us, to you, and to me. Shortly before he died, Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. It's a wonderful promise to each one of us. Whatever challenges you face as we head into this new year, this new decade, in fact, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. A reoccurring theme in Christmas teaching is that of peace. One of our Advent candles is a peace candle. Because God wants us to experience peace. And it breaks his heart that nations can't live together peacefully. It it breaks his heart that families and friends and churches sometimes cannot live together peacefully. And scripture makes it very plain. God wants us to get along with one another. External peace, getting along with others, becomes possible only when we experience God's peace within our own hearts. So Jesus came to bring peace. And first and foremost, peace between us and God. Paul wrote, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So if your world is in turmoil, you can experience God's peace today. You can. It's available for the asking to know God is to know peace. So how do we get to know God? Through his son, Jesus Christ. Through him, the Bible asserts, we have spiritual strength, wisdom and understanding, counsel and power, knowledge and fear of the Lord. Through him, we have infinite justice. He judges us with righteousness and and mercy, and through him we have peace. Peace with God and ultimately peace with others. And there may be some people here today, I'm sure there are, who know a lot about Jesus but don't know him personally. He's not your source of strength. He's not your source of peace. And my word to you would be, friends, Jesus can be. Jesus can be. And on this final Advent Sunday, 
and in this Christmas and New Year season. Open your hearts to him. Open your hearts to him and receive him. Welcome the Holy Spirit into every part of your being. And your life, your life will never be the same again. Your life will be blessed and strengthened for all that is ahead in the human journey.